ready? Yeah. You do the <laughs> I intro. I don't know. I know. Cute theme music. <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> I have a lot of caffeine in me right now, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> Let's get it going. Oh, this is Jess. And this is Amanda. And this is the Addicted to the Magic podcast. Welcome. Welcome. So we decided to make this podcast because we got a lot of things to say about Disney. We don't live in California or no. in Florida. And so we don't get to enjoy the magic as often. And I feel like it almost increases your addiction to that magic because you've just got to get it in your life. You've got to do something. So this is a little bit of a way that we're going to feed our addiction while we are not able to be a Disney every day yeah if you like disney at all i feel like there is no like you just kind of like it you either don't get it you don't get disney or you're obsessed right i don't really feel like there's a really in between like oh yeah i like disney but it's okay especially disneyland like that's just not very common i'm sure there are people out there but i feel like you either don't like it or you're addicted right and you're obsessed and so that's why we decided to call it the addicted to the magic because all of you out there that clicked on this podcast you're probably addicted to that magic too probably because you're driving to work or you're at work, mm-hmm. or you're doing what have you, you're doing your laundry, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you feel the need to enjoy something about Disney. So, enjoy this uh, this little fix for our addiction. We're going to talk about tons of different things we've talked about. We're going to talk about rides, and new things to mm-hmm. add at the parks, and experiences we've had. Jessica has a lot of great experiences that are really unique to uh, Walt Disney World and her experiences there as a mm-hmm. cast member. Um, and I think I bring the uh, the mom side of things. I have two kids myself, and I think we just bring that that crazy, crazy full circle. Yeah, so buckle up. Here we go. Woo. Okay, first let's do some introductions. Amanda, tell the fine people about yourself. All of our hundreds of listeners. Um I am Amanda. I am originally from Seattle, Washington, and um, I grew up going to Disney. I have pictures of me with Mickey Mouse and sucking on the nose of Mickey and Minnie when I was just a toddler. Okay, wait, we need to see some of these pictures. uh, Oh, I need to get some. I'll make sure we post that when we we post the video. But they're, I mean, they're rad. Um, lots of childhood visits, some that I don't remember, some that I remember just because of video. Um, and then once when I was like 12, um, going with my family, in fact, going with my extended family, that's one of my last memories of my grandma, uh, before she passed away, going to Disneyland, the entire family of 58 grandkids, aunts, uncles, everybody. And we went for Christmas. Uh, and so like Disneyland has always been a part of my childhood, Um, but even when I wasn't going to Disney, I had the Disneyland sing-along songs playing. I was watching the most recent Disney movie. Like, Disney was my thing. If I stayed home from school, I was popping in a Disney movie, and I was going to watch that on repeat the entire day. So I feel like Disney is just part of who I am. Um, And it was great when I met my husband because he was really into Disneyland too. And I felt like I finally met another weirdo just like me that was into it, but also wasn't, wasn't obsessing about it in a weird way. So anyway, that's kind of my Disney history. 
Um, I'm a mom. I have two boys, uh, five the and three. They're insane. They're but so cute. They're very cute. Um, they too love Disneyland. They play Disneyland at the house and they, they have to get on the elevator when they're going down from the parking garage <laughs> and they, they play hotel and things like that. So we have some Disney, Disney fans in the house. My husband also huge Disney nerd. We actually battle to see who can come up with the most recent like Disney news and I'll be like hey did you hear about this he's like yes I did and did you hear about this and so we're constantly battling to see who knows the most inside scoop on Disneyland um so we've got a trip coming up next week and we're just stoked and ready to go so that's kind of me tell me about you Jess oh wow I feel like our Disney backgrounds are so different so hopefully that (laughs) Hopefully it's a good balance. I feel like it's going to make a great balance for all the listeners out there and for us to be able to talk about Disney. So my name is Jess. I grew up in Utah and I have lived in Utah basically my whole life. I did not grow up going to Disneyland. Mm. I did grow up watching Disney movies and listening to Disney music. That was a staple at my house. I thought I was Princess Jasmine from, like, age five to six. Blonde hair, blue eyes, very Jasmine, (laughs) very Jasmine. Oh, very blonde when I was that age. (laughs) And very curly hair. You know, exactly. I actually have. I'll have to find those photos. That, her, Esmeralda, and Pocahontas, at one point in my life, I've, like, thought I was one of those. And I have the best video of me dressed as Esmeralda. Not Alice in Wonderland. Like the one that like stereotypical. I was always Ariel because I have red hair and pale skin. Like I was Ariel. But I'm glad that you stretched the truth a little bit. A little bit of the Disney magic to take it further. Yes. So I was actually 15 the first time I ever went to Disneyland. My parents, my mom actually grew up going to Disneyland. She has seven siblings And it was always the worst experience for her because her parents would dress them all in matching outfits and she hated it. (laughs) It was like the most uncomfortable outfit. She hated wearing it and they didn't get to spend any money inside the park. They didn't really go on any big rides because my grandma, like still to this day, she won't go on pirates because there's a drop. So anything, (laughs) small world, the railroad, like that's pretty much it. And so, just such a limited experience at Disneyland. (laughs) I get it. I see why she wasn't into it. So, I have two brothers, and we went when I was 15. I'm the youngest, and so my brothers were a little bit older. And it was the best family vacation. That's like the best memory that I have with me and my siblings and my family growing up before, you know, significant others and things came into the picture and I kind of got addicted from there I mean I already knew Disney and of course I knew what Disneyland was but like having that experience and being that age I don't know what it was but for me it was perfect because I had wanted to go to Disneyland my whole life it was something that when I finally went there was so magical for me and I soaked up every single moment of it And then I went about every year, probably, I would say. I went every single year after that. And then when I was 20, so five years later, I became a cast member. I did the Disney College program in Orlando, Florida. I had never been to Disney World before, and I just went for it. I went. My mom encouraged me to go to a character audition, and so I was a face character. We will have an episode on that. 
a little bit later, we'll talk about all of the taboos of being a face character because no one <laughs> talks about them. But we'll talk about it. We're sure. gonna dig. We're gonna dig deep into that for another day. Isn't what's the term? I, you were a friend. I of... was friends with Snow White. Okay. So just to preserve the magic for all the little ears out there, you say that you were friends with. So if you're in the park. If you're on social media, social media wasn't huge by any means. Um, That was eight years ago, so it wasn't huge yet. But, you know, if anybody were to see that you posted something that said, like, you were a character, then you had to take it down or you could get in trouble. But, okay, so then... We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that later. So I was a cast member for about nine months in Orlando, Florida, and that's when I feel like the addiction really came into play because I had major withdrawals when I moved back home. Because you were part of the magic. It wasn't just that you saw the magic. You were part of making it happen. Like you were, you were mining for pixie dust. You were like in it. Yes. In it. Yes. It was amazing. I would never trade that experience for anything. I actually did uh, two different times. Actually, maybe just once. One other time I tried to go on another audition and I didn't even make it past the first round so I took that as a sign that it you know my time at Disney was was done even though I feel like I could probably go to an audition now and maybe I don't know I you still look like you could so (laughs) so I still have a lot of friends out there that are still doing it so I'm like I could probably still do it that have been doing it for as, like, since you were out there? Yeah. So I'm 28 now, and I was 20 when I went out there, turned 21. And there are friends that are either my age or even a little bit older that are still what? doing it. Yeah, they look amazing. Do you think they'll let a 33-year-old mom of two kids? Absolutely. <laughs> my goal, look, I miss the prime time. My goal is just to be a fairy godmother someday, face character. I mean, amazing. be friends with a fairy godmother. Yes, amazing. Yeah. So. Amazing. So, yeah, I've gone to Disneyland every year since I was 15, and then I actually didn't go back to Disney World until last year, so it took me six years? Yeah, it took me six years to go back, and I went back with my husband, and it was amazing. And speaking of my husband, he was a meh Disney person when I met him, and to me, I didn't see this as a huge problem because he didn't hate Disney. And we're going to do an episode about this, and we're going to have him on the podcast to talk about how I was able to convert him and tips for people that have, like, a meh Disney experience that I think everybody should have a magical experience. So, and it's possible. Right. So, unless if you are a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding for all the psychopaths out there. Um, anyways, so yeah, when I met him, I was working for a company called Getaway Today. They're the best. Shout out. We love them so much. So I was working there and it was our first trip we took together and he was just kind of like, okay, we're going to go to California. We're going to go to Disney, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Little did he know. Yeah. And to him, he was like, you know, Disney doesn't really have that great of rides. So can we go somewhere else too? So he wanted to go to Six Flags, I think. But we ended up going to Knott's Berry Farm, which was fine for him. Because he was like, well, Disney's fine, but, like, it doesn't really have any rides. Like, he wanted I wanna... the thrill rides. He wanted the thrill rides. And so I was like, you know, if this kid doesn't like Disney, it's probably not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Deal breaker. So I gave him a chance, and he was a good sport about it. Probably because, you know, 
that's when we were first dating and he was just He's trying into to it. seal the deal. Exactly. That's right. So we go, we only went for two days and he talked about Disneyland for about six months afterwards. Probably <laughs> Which is funny, like to put into context, I've only known him since, well, I knew him before, but I didn't yeah. really talk Disney. This guy is into Disneyland now. Like so he is into so it. into it. So I, I love that change where like all I've known is this guy who's super into it. To, so yes. to imagine that he was ever not is just hilarious. So yeah. we have to thank Jessica for getting him into it. Yes. So yeah, he had gone twice, maybe three times before that, but I don't know. I'm not sure. So we'll have him on. We'll talk about that of how to convert somebody to have a great Disney yes. experience because it's possible I've done it before and now my husband might even be a bigger Disneyland fan than I am. Honestly. Whoa. Now I feel like big. I'm the Disney World fan like through okay. and through and okay. I feel like he's the Disneyland even though we both love both parks right. just as much right. as the other. But I'm truly the Disney World and he's truly the Disneyland fan. And that'll be so. a fun podcast because then you'll be able to see the contrast between the two because there's still, I mean, obviously there's an attraction oh, either yeah. way, but. Yeah. So that's a little bit about me. I do not have any kids yet, but I do have two furry babies. Oh, and they're the best. They're the best. Actually, Benny is the best. Willow, she's getting there. She's still a puppy, so. Oh, but they're Shout the, out to all the puppy mamas out there. The cutest. And Jessica, uh, just to point out, like, Jessica and I both have, like, very differing backgrounds, uh, contrasting backgrounds with Disneyland. And also oh, yeah. in our current lives, like, I have two kids. Mm-hmm. I'm busy wrangling them. She's got two puppies, like, busy wrangling them. But I think the cool thing is, is, like, Disney is something that unites lots of different oh, people. Yeah. And hopefully we can give you a good perspective of hey, this is how I do it, you know, running around with kids. And then Jess and I have gone together, and this is how we do it, running around with adults. And it's two different styles of Disneyland experiences, but both totally immersive and fun and exciting. So I I think that's the, the balance here that's great. Yeah, the best part about Disneyland is I don't think you could ever go and have this same experience twice. Never. That's... That's what where the addiction comes into play. And the reason why we named this the Disney Junkies podcast is because Disneyland is truly like a drug for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, Spend a lot of money on oh it. Oh, my gosh. I got to get my fix in. You but know, like, really, like, I can't stay away long enough to yeah. where, like, if I'm gone for too long, I feel like there's just an itch. And it's not to get totally. the exact same experience like Jess said. Never. I don't, like, yes, I I have fond memories of this trip or fond memories of that trip, but I'm excited for what the newest trip can bring and the different dynamics that'll come about Absolutely. with different people. And, and it is. It's like a drug. Like It <laughs> is. I feel like you can have traditions that you do and things that you have to do every time you go. Like, you have your mini traditions that you right. do. Right, right. Each time you visit. But Disneyland truly never is the same experience twice. Never. But there's always something that is familiar about Disney. Right. I feel like I, I always am learning new things about Disney because Disney is constantly changing too. Yeah. So that's the other beautiful thing about it is me and Sky just got back a week ago. Well, we haven't been back for a week yet, but we just barely went last week to Disneyland. That's our only trip this year, unfortunately, to Disneyland. But... We went to Star Wars, 
And I still feel like we did things outside of Star Wars that we have never done before. It's, yeah, it's just the best. Like, like we did the, a... The food's constantly changing. Always. The, the um, parades are constantly changing. The merchandise. I mean, I'm the nerd that... that when I see new merchandise, I'm like, oh yeah, they've yes. got a new a new item to be had. But not only just that, it's just new experiences. The different Absolutely. interactions you have with different characters or even the cast members. Like I've had some cast members that have just truly made our trip magical. Oh yeah. And that it changes every single time. And so it's always looking for that that change and that newest opportunity rather than saying like, okay, we've got to do this because we always do this. There are yes. a few. I, we always go to the Carnation Cafe for breakfast. Yes, that's so one of we. our go-tos. And we did that together when we went. So yes, last that's year, right, that's right. We did, so Amanda and her husband, Adam, and then our other friends, Brooke and Todd, the six of us went for like an adults only. It was the best It trip. was so much fun. It was fun. so good. And we went over Halloween and... Half of us had never been for Halloween time before. See, that's the other thing, too, is you could go at a completely different time of year and get a different experience just because there might be a holiday going on. Or if you've only been during the holidays, there could be no holidays going on and you get to see Disneyland in a completely different way. Well, and even along those same lines, there are times when I've been when it's really busy and Mm -hmm. there's times when I've gone when it's really slow. And I think they both provide a really interesting dynamic because if it's really slow, you're running from ride to ride and experience to experience and running all over. But if it's really busy, you're looking for those unique experiences that maybe you don't do all the time. Uh, My husband and I, when we went and it was super busy, we were like, let's ride the trolley car up and down Main Street. It's one of the things that you can jump on and off. And it was just a different experience. And so we have this really great memory of us just riding the trolley car up and down the street. And we thought it was awesome. And the park was incredibly busy. Mm -hmm. So like just not having any specific plans in mind and yet having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. We obviously love Max Pass. We're yes. big fans of Max, Max Pass. Pass. It's seriously the best thing that's ever happened to Disneyland, to be honest. Yes. For those of you who don't know what Max Pass is, it is a way that you can access their Fast Pass system on your phone and mm-hmm. start reserving Fast Passes. So you know exactly when your next Fast Pass is available. You know when when the Fast Pass return times are, and you can truly just run around the park. Not run, because you're not allowed to run at Disneyland. Briskly walk yes. everywhere. Briskly walk. Please walk to your next destination. <laughs> but um, you can literally briskly walk to every single ride that you want to get on. And it's it's a great experience because you don't have to be running to get the next Fast Pass. You're just enjoying yourself and getting Fast Passes along the way. But go ahead. Yes. I don't even remember what you I was saying. You said something great about Fat Max Pass. We love Max Pass. So I think basically the point I was trying to make is... No, don't give yourself a plan, but it's okay to have your traditions that you do, like going to Carnation Cafe for breakfast or, you know, whatever it is. You have a three o'clock churro. That's another one of my traditions. Three o'clock on the dot churro. Okay. The best. Maybe we'll add that to our trip this So good. But if you have the max pass, I feel like it's easier to have that, like, brisk I don't even know how you would call it. But it's that's, like a fluid plan. Yes. Very... You feel like you have a plan even though you never even made a plan yes. in the first place. Yep. Because like Amanda was saying, proximity is not an issue. So you can be anywhere and you can reserve a fast pass. It's the best. It's the best. It saves so much time and I feel like like that's 
that's the part of Disneyland that my mother-in-law, bless her heart, when my husband was growing up, they had used to go to Disneyland. They had nine kids in their family. And she, anytime they go on a trip, they have a schedule. And it's it's a joke in their family that she's got this schedule written out. And she used to do the same thing when they would go to Disneyland. And she'd say, first we're doing this, and then we're doing this, and then we're doing this. And he comments now on how much more fun he has by just looking around and yeah. saying, this sounds good to me right now. Now there's an occasional you know, chance that, hey, this is a longer wait right now, so maybe we can adjust. Yeah. And that's where Max Pass comes in and you get your fast pass. But it really is great to just experience the magic and and let it kind of direct your time totally. rather than making that plan and sticking to it. I feel like you can't have nearly as much fun. No, but. definitely not. I feel like I'm having an epiphany right here a little bit. A lot of people ask, I feel like you probably get this question a lot too, why we go to Disneyland so much and yes why do you go to the same place what all the is time? wrong with you what's wrong with you why do you always go to Disneyland <laughs> but I'm realizing right now is I can virtually not plan anything because at this point I feel like you know I'm a self-proclaimed expert at this point yes <laughs> so I don't need to do a whole lot of digging and researching and planning and I follow a lot of Disney news accounts, um, Disney fun accounts, all that good stuff that keep me up to date with all of the trends. So I feel like it's not really, it's just like second nature. I don't have to plan anything really no. when I no. go to Disneyland. And when I go to other places, like me, me and my husband went to London this year and I had never been before. So I feel like it's extra stressful because I don't want to miss anything, but it's also the research that you do is just based off of people's opinions. So I'll yes. ask people, okay, well, what did you do? Blah, blah, blah. Whereas with Disney, I can make zero plans. I We didn't even make dining reservations. Like, yep. you don't have to do anything. Disney World is a little bit different, and we'll talk about that later. But with Disneyland specifically, I can just go, and I just know we're going to have a great time, and it's a little bit stress-free for me. Yeah, it's... And I feel like there are those that have a hard time letting letting that go and letting that planning go. We we live oh, in corporate sure. America where like even if you're a stay at home mom, like you've got a schedule, you've got your oh, yeah. activities that you're trying to get to. But in corporate America, like Jessica and I have both worked, we both own our own businesses, and like there's a lot to keep things organized. And it's hard to let go of that organization and that planning when you get on a trip like Disney. Um, and yet, I feel like that's where the magic comes in. That's yep. when you allow your imagination to take over and just go with it. My husband, um, we were able to go for our honeymoon. And we had gone a year before, and then we went for our honeymoon. And when we walked in, we were newly married, and we were holding hands, and he said, stop. And I was like, what? And he was like, smell smell do you smell that and I was like yeah and he's like listen and I listen and you hear the the main street music that's just so iconic and just there and then he's like and look around and I remember like in that moment realizing what Disneyland is for me and it's not necessarily like okay I gotta get to this and I gotta get to that mm -hmm. um which is great I love to ride the rides and we'll talk about our favorite rides in a second here but um it's walking around in a place that is fully immersive, that you can hear it, you can smell it, you can see it, and mm -hmm. you are truly just allowing your imagination to take over. And I feel like as long as you can allow yourself to do that and let go just a little bit, 
I think you can catch the magic and hopefully uh, you can become a junkie like us because it's the greatest hopefully. drug. I know. <laughs> Junkies make the best uh, partners in crime, right? So we're all just trying to—we're just trying to make you all junkies out there, so that we're not alone in our addictions we're, over here. We just want to have other people that we can do it with because it's so much fun. So. I know when you have people to go to Disneyland with you. Oh man, it's so fun. That get it, and mm-hmm. I like—I don't mean that in a condescending way, but like I said, like you have to mentally prepare. I've uh-huh. gone with some people where they're like. We're not getting on enough rides, and we're not doing this. And I'm yes. like, whoa, 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 you're missing it. Like, there's that's something not the that's point. happened in the last yes. 30 minutes, and you missed all of that because you were worried about the 30 minutes that you were in line. And so, I think we'll we'll do a podcast about how to how to really just immerse yourself in Disney, and yeah. you know, it's not about the rides, um, although. We love the rides. So. I mean, we love the rides. We love it's everything. Not, it's not that Jess and I go in and sit on Main Street, although I could. I probably I could. wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate it <laughs> because it's just you have to to value everything that you're getting out of Disneyland. So yeah, uh, and Disney World for that matter. So um, speaking of rides, though, Jess, what would you say? What's your favorite Disneyland mm, ride? My goodness, this is so hard. I feel like I end up going into like a, a spiel of like, well, this one because of this, but I could say this one because of this. Mine changes in three podcasts. We'll ask it again. I know mine changes too. I feel like because I just got back from Disneyland and uh, I, okay, I'm just going to say one, no regrets. Big Thunder is probably my favorite. Love Big Thunder. And I'll even cheat a little and I'll say that's my favorite at Disneyland. But at DCA, Guardians all the way. Oh, okay. And it's funny because uh, in our last trip to Disneyland, I felt like Big Thunder was my favorite ride because Mm -hmm. of the interaction that we all had on the ride. And we were just dying laughing the entire time. And I would say Big Thunder is mine, right? Well, okay. I'm going to, I'll correct it. I like Big Thunder a lot. Storybook Canals is my jam right now. I I just love it. And I feel like if you're struggling to get into the magic, that's a ride that you can get on and say like, okay. Be a kid again. Imagine what this is like. Look at these things and see the detail and understand that. Guardians, I'd have to agree with you at DCA. It's just it's because so I can't stop good. laughing. I just laugh it's so the fun. entire... It's fun. It's thrilling. And I literally laugh the entire time. Yeah. I'm that lady the entire time. And I feel like that's a good summary of any Disney ride for me. It's not necessarily about the thrill of the ride, but it's the fact that I laugh so much right it brings me so much joy because they're so well done they're so well thought out the cues are amazing yes everything about the experience of the ride is just joyful for me and so I um I actually did a I also have a YouTube channel if you guys want to check that out but me and my husband just did a vlog of um disneyland we did disneyland and then there will be another one that comes out for galaxy's edge but that one i filmed a lot of us on the ride just put the camera in front of our faces i have so much footage of us just dying laughing on the rides and one of the rides that surprised me that we laughed the most on was space mountain because space mountain isn't i feel like that's everyone's favorite ride right and to me Maybe because it's everyone's favorite ride, I'm like, there's such better rides. Like, it's not my favorite, but I love it. Right. And right now it's Hyperspace Mountain. And when they do that overlay, 
It is so good. So that was the one I feel like we were laughing the most on was that one. And every ride, I feel like I laugh on Splash Mountain, even teacups, like every ride. And it's not just like, it's not just like laughing. I get the giggles on most of them. Like I just get the giggles. And there are times when, when it's not because the ride is thrilling me. Like I've gone with my kids and I've watched them and how they're enjoying it. And I'm literally just elated just to see what they're doing. But that is interesting. In fact, our last trip, you took video of us on cars. And that's one of my favorite thing about that entire video. I mean, we've got videos of us walking up and down main street and being all silly, but on cars and we're all just like screaming and laughing and like, but you're, you're not, you're not in this world. You're not thinking about, you know, the bills to pay. Although, I mean, that always comes up at some point, but, um, like you're, which is why we always go over budget. Uh, well, sorry. Sorry, Heather. Right. But like there's there's a moment where you can kind of forget it all. So what would you say is your favorite Disney World ride? Hmm. And I have to confess. So I've only been to Magic Kingdom. Um, and so I'd say my favorite ride would be Snow White's Mine, mine Train. Oh, mine car. that is um, It's so ride. much fun. It's a it's a new age roller coaster that allows you to swing back and forth. And I feel like. That alone is, it's just smooth, but it's, it's thrilling. It's fun. And you're just in these funny little cars. So I love that one. That one's my favorite at Disney World. Oh, it's a tie between two. So sorry, I'm cheating a little. That's so of course. There's a lot more parks over there. I know. Well, of course, Flight of Passage. That ride, I honestly had tears in my eyes. Not only from how much fun it was, but just how it always, my mind was blown. My breath, mm. like, it took my breath away. So, of course, I have to say that, but that's why that ride has a constant three-hour wait. There's a reason why. Yeah. That ride, holy moly, it's so good. My other favorite ride probably has to be um, Expedition Everest. Ooh. So, that one is so good. And it's funny that those are both in the same park, but I wouldn't say that Animal Kingdom is my favorite ride. <laughs> I mean, is my favorite park. Really? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It's probably my second favorite park. Just Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's Magic Kingdom. I, it's my favorite well, park. Well, and especially, like, that's that's a park that Walt Disney himself yes. helped build. and Like, there's just so much of that magic. And we'll yes. talk a little bit about the history at some point in one of our, our podcasts. But yeah. I feel like the more you immerse yourself, even in the history of, like, how things came about so and good. understanding the background, I feel like that'll... It um, feeds the addiction so oh. much more. It's a, it's part of the drug. It's like a the crack of the drug world. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gateway drug. The more you the more you get of it, the more you're like, I need to get Disney. But I've the reason get it. Yeah, but the reason why I feel like you and Adam and me and Sky all research it so much is because that's the only way we can like feed our addictions while we're yes, at home. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't so. know how I don't do drugs, so I don't know how to compare it, but let's I know, be neither do I. <laughs> I, say, I just it's no just judge so, if you do. We're, we just don't. We I don't know. Say, we can't really. I've heard it's a great experience at Disneyland if you do. That being <laughs> said, like, I just feel like Disney for us is not just a, like, hey, I go on this trip and I, the trip was over and we took pictures and that's all we care about. Yeah. Like, it's about reliving it often and, um, 
like there are memories that I have with my family and my friends and different people that are priceless. Like, um, the, when I was pregnant with my first, the first time I felt him kick was at, uh, California adventures standing over California screaming. And I, I, you know, they shout out that they're going to blast off and I felt him kick and I was like, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) So like, there's just memories there. And I feel like, I feel like it just always comes back. And regardless of how often I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Paris this year. I'm like, "Uh, let's just go to Disneyland and not just like, I want to go to Disneyland instead. I think that about sums up why we love Disney what we love about Disney. I mean, we could honestly talk about Disney forever. That's why we started a podcast. <laughs> it's going to be every single day where we get distracted by every little thing we talk about. Yes. But, like, hopefully this is just something where it's just back to basics. Like, Jess and I were just talking about, yes. like, what the purpose of this is. And it's to get back to the basics. Like, yes, there are podcasts that you can listen to to discover the newest, edgiest thing that they're doing or Which the newest we love. technology. And sure, we'll bring that up and we'll talk about our experiences. But hopefully we can also just get back to the basics of why Disney itself is just such an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Why we go to Disneyland as often as we do. Yeah. And the basic things that make it awesome. So we'll give tips and tricks and also talk about stories, maybe um, experiences that we've had that are just magical experiences, mm-hmm. and hopefully that uh, inspires you for your next trip. Yeah, and I feel like it will be, I wouldn't say primarily Disneyland-based, but a majority of what we talk about is going to be Disneyland because that's where we both have the most experience together. But like I mentioned, since I was a cast member at Disney World, I do have a lot to say about Disney World also. So we'll just try to make it as, you know, coast-friendly as possible. (laughs) (laughs) We're located in Utah, so, I mean, obviously, California is an easier jump, but... Yeah. Look, if I'm being honest, I'm going to be a Disney Vacation Club member at some point, so I'll have to make the jump to to Florida. I was going to say, let's just share our, our spot together. So we'll make a jump to Florida, and hopefully we can... Uh, share some insight there but yeah you've got an inside scoop with Jess and you've just got some Disney fanatics here so hopefully that's an enjoyable thing for you guys to listen to and enjoy alrighty well boop (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening to the addicted to the magic podcast bye 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 bye